0: So, welcome to the first episode of What's With The Fish Pick. This is a, a, a woman's guide, a woman who is over 50, her guide to the universe and everything. So let me just explain. I am 50 this week. I'll be 51 by the end of the week. I lost my husband Um, to suicide six months ago didn't see it coming Uh, he was a bit weird about some stuff he had some funny views about it but never thought in a month of sundays he would ever hurt himself He, he didn't even take paracetamol that's all i'm saying so i'm now a 50 stroke soon to be 51 year old woman who's got a good career. I've been with the same company for 30 years. I've got two kids. They are 20 and 18. And now I have to find out who I am again. I spent half my life with somebody else, which with the best will in the world, um, I'd kind of forgotten who I was. I was a wife and I was a mum. I was a good employee. I was a manager I had lots of different titles but do you know what I've forgotten who I am it's such a long time since I knew who I was really Um, and add the latest title of widow to that huge name badge and quite frankly I just want to scream so With everything that's gone on, I thought it would be a good idea to give myself a bit of an ego boost, if at all possible. I wasn't necessarily expecting an ego boost. I just wanted to know how shit the rest of my life was going to be. And I joined an online dating site. Now, initially, I thought I was signing up to a month. What I actually did, by the time it had gone from the login page to the PayPal page... I signed up for six months. It is what it is. Stupid of me, but then I have a tendency to do stupid things on the internet at like one or two o'clock in the morning. So, I started to chat to a few people. So, my profile was very simply, I'm not looking for someone to rescue me, I'm... I'm I think, a strong and independent woman who wants to spend the next part of her life with someone, sharing experiences, loving loving life and living life to the max. Because if nothing else, the whole experience has shown to me that you only get one crack at this life and you're either happy or you're not but it's in your it's in your gift, basically. So I decided to start the internet dating. and at first seemed interesting. There was a bit of interest in me. Thankfully, I'd taken my photograph straight after a haircut, so you know I looked okay. I described myself as curvy, which was the most rotund version. That you can describe yourself as. And the messages started coming. Which is nice. You know. From someone to look at your profile. Look at your picture. Excuse me. Which didn't have cleavage or anything like that in there. It didn't say I was looking for my Prince Charming to come and rescue me. Um, It didn't do any of that. It was just very matter of fact. I'd love to travel, Um, I haven't travelled very much, and I would like to do that, and I am widowed. So I started chatting to a few people, and the first person I chatted to, let's just call him T. Um, We got on very well, and we were just chatting, but when it came to meeting face-to-face, he chickened out. He said it was because he was still getting over his last relationship, So I just thought, right, fine, sack it off. No commitment. So no commitment. Let's move on. Um, The next guy who contacted me, let's call him S1. S1 was an interesting character. His profile didn't say huge amounts. Talked about his military career. um, Talked about some of his interests. And um, so we got chatting and we hit it off in a sort of sassy, cheeky way quite quickly. Um, In fact, very quickly. So uh, about a week after we'd started to chat to each other online, uh, we arranged to meet. And we met uh, a week to the day on a Friday. Now, it was supposed to be for coffee, but thanks to lockdown, God love it, um, the coffee shop wasn't taking walkthroughs. And he politely said, look, there's no point in sitting out here. Um, why do, I'm only 12 minutes down the road. Why don't you come to mine? Well, before you shout at this podcast, yes, I know I shouldn't have done it. But do you know what? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um if nothing over the last six months, um, I've been, I've, I've now convinced myself to be less hesitant and try new things. So I did. And, uh, we had a cup of tea. Um, well I had about two sips of mine and I was easily distracted. Now there was no, um, yeah, there was no funny business as a couple. Let's just say he was particularly attentive So I was suitably impressed And I left after about an hour um, We then chatted again online And uh, come the following, so that was the Friday Come the following sort of midweek, maybe about Wednesday-ish He'd had a really shit day And it, he started the day off by telling me how crap his day was um, It was a Thursday, that's it And I thought, that's interesting, we only met face to face six days ago and he's already telling me how rubbish his working life is. So I thought, no, he's a nice guy, he's very sweet, very tender, Um, I'll pop round after work, I'll make him a cup of tea, I'll give him a hug, tell him the world's going to be fine, and then I'll clear off and come home. Which I did, which I think was really nice of me after just six days. But it was the least I could do, considering how much attention he had paid me previously, so to speak. Well, then we had arranged to meet up on the Saturday. Uh, Initially, it was going to be Sunday lunch. He was going to cook me Sunday lunch. I thought, well, that's nice. Um, It turned out that that probably wasn't a good idea because he had to work on the Monday. And he gets up very early. So he said, let's, let's have dinner on Saturday night. And I said, yeah, that's great. That'd be really nice. He said, well, get in a Chinese and maybe a video. Well, throughout the day on Saturday, he'd been acting a bit funny, a little bit off. So I just assumed he'd changed his mind and he was trying to give me the elbow. And that suited me down to the ground. I'd much rather find out at the start of something than than when you're properly, fully committed. And I said not to worry if you change your mind, it's fine, you know, let, let's just leave it at that, it's not a problem, and he said, no, no, it's, it's not you, it's me, I'm really anxious about something. Anyway, turns out, what he was anxious was about is that he's got sleep apnea, and he has to wear a CPAC device, and he didn't want, quote-unquote, for me to go to bed with him and wake up with Darth Vader, which in itself is very considerate, But I persuaded him that I was was beyond that. I wasn't that shallow and that I would come down to see him. And even if I didn't stay, we'd have a nice evening and we'd get to know each other a bit better. Now, my late husband had quite a sense of humour on him. He was quite cheeky. And when he was himself, he was an absolute joy to be with. Life and soul of the party. Anyway... I'm about 10 minutes from home and I can hear a funny noise. So I decide to pull over on a safe road and look at the car. I've got a puncture. Not had a puncture for I don't know how long. Um, Certainly it's the first thing that's gone wrong with the car since my late husband passed. So thankfully I'd taken out an REC membership a few weeks ago. So I rang them. And they said, oh, it could be three hours. Well, by this stage, I was having a proper paddy. This was, oh, my God, this is a message. This is the universe telling me that I should not go down to this man's house. It's not right. It's it's just wrong. Turns out that the roadside recovery person actually arrived in less than 45 minutes and was lovely. Calmed me down a treat. But even so, I he told me that it was a very unusual puncture, in that it was a very small puncture, um, and normally with the small punctures, the rubbers have a tendency to self-heal. Oh, no, not with me. So he um, made the hole a bit bigger, plugged it, pumped the tyre up, told me to only go 40 miles an hour until I can get the tyre replaced. Um. So I thought, right, well, beggar it, I'm going home, I'll take the bottle of wine I've bought, I'll go home and I will drink it um, and drown my sorrows and think, no, this was a mistake. So I get home, unpack my bag, pour myself a glass of wine, let's be honest, took the wine with me upstairs, I'm not going to lie, there's no way that that was only going to be one glass um and went to bed and after that one glass and nothing to eat i thought right well i'll just send s1 this message and say that i'm home i'm all right our roadside recovery came a lot quicker um but i do think the universe was telling us that tonight wasn't a good idea um which we chatted, Um, we had a video call, he had a bath, we had a chat. When he came out of the bath, he said, shall I come to you? Well, it was about half past midnight, and by this stage, I'm not going to lie, there was nothing of the body bottle left, so I said yes. So he came, we had um, a nice evening, to say the least. Um, It was very pleasant, and um, initially, wasn't going to let him come upstairs to the former master bedroom but I did because I thought nah a 50 year old and a 54 year old can't be sleeping on the floor of a workshop um, regardless of the leather sofa and the telly and the fridge that's in there so he came in and um, we slept and uh, in the morning we reacquainted ourselves with each other and, um, he left, he actually met my youngest son and his girlfriend. That was interesting. Um, and he left and, uh, he was working uh, on the Monday. So, uh, I knew he had an early finish, an early start rather. Um, and that was it. My sister had come up my dad's not well, he's in hospital. And, and I was showing my mum and my sister his profile, on this particular website. And the next thing I know, I'm getting a message to say, you've been on the website. Well, so what? We've only known each other for a couple of weeks. We've only seen each other maybe four times in in ten days. And now he's not happy... And, and because I didn't respond to him straight away, he also sent me a text message. Am I not enough for you? Now, don't get me wrong. Sexually, he's absolutely on the money. He's really quite talented. But we haven't even been out yet. We haven't been out in public. We haven't had a meal. Um, we haven't done any of the normal things that you do. We kind of cut to the chase and went straight to the end bit, which is probably not a good idea the thing is I think because I'd been with the same person for half my life I'd begun to think that well nobody else would like me nobody else would ever fancy me and because of the traumatic way in which my husband left us and you know that 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 can really that can really hurt a woman's sense of herself by you know to to do that, to take your own life. And I, and I know he was poorly, although he refused to be treated. He thought that medicines were there to subdue the masses. He, he and the dogs were only drinking mineral water, not the rest of us, just, just him and the two dogs. It uh, wasn't that from fluoride in his toothpaste. He thought there was new a new world order going to take over, and as for COVID nineteen, we'll forget that for a game of soldiers. That wasn't happening. And if he, if I thought he was going to queue outside Morrison's, then I had another thing coming. I'd have to do the shopping, as well as working full time while he was at home. That's aside, you know. But the reason I went on that website was to find out whether or not I still existed. I've forgotten who I am. I'm a, I'm a mum. I'm a wife, was a wife, um, I'm now a widow, I'm an employee, I'm a daughter, but you know I'd forgotten who I was. It was such a long time since I could just be myself. And yes, I have did take accidentally take out a six month, so I am going to still window shop, but I haven't arranged to meet anybody. I haven't done that. I haven't... You know, I've been honest. I, I mean, he hasn't even asked me out, this guy, S1. And so today I've had nothing but messages. And yes, I have looked, gone on the website a couple of times, um, partly to show my mummy's photograph, having shown it to my sister yesterday, and partly to just see who's messaging me. Because actually it's quite nice to get a message. But to get a message from someone that you've only known for 10 days, which says, am I not enough? That's scary. And not at all what I was expecting. Now, I know he's probably gone through his own shit. But, you know, show me someone who hasn't. He knows my dad is ill. He hasn't asked how he is. Now, to me, that's someone who's actually not a particularly... Um, warm and sharing person and I certainly don't want to get into the whole secrets and duplicity and second guessing like I had to do with my husband before before he left us you know the last year had been really quite difficult so tonight I have written uh bye-bye note because I just I, I my head is is spinning because my I just I don't know Maybe I'm not cut out for it. Maybe maybe the dating thing is a mistake. I don't think it's too soon. I just know that I don't want to spend the rest of my life on my own. And I didn't choose for the relationship to end. I didn't choose for my husband to get as ill as he was. I didn't choose not to know how ill he got. He wasn't telling me. He was keeping secrets. So, bye-bye, S1. Unless some miracle happens, he's, excuse the phrase, pissed on his chips. Now, I will tell you why I have called these episodes what I've called them. And it is to do with internet dating. And ladies, anyone who's been on a website will know this. There are a lot of men who think that they're going to pull if they take a picture of themselves with a fish. Take it from me, they won't. But more about that in the next episode. Thank you for listening. And I'm sorry if I've on. But do you know what? Sometimes you just got to get this stuff off your chest. And I'm sick to death of talking to the dogs. And to be honest with you, I think the dogs are sick to death of listening to me wittering on as well. So if you're not sick to death of me, I'll have a next episode for you very soon.